Hey everyone, welcome back to the Ease and Flow podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. This is the podcast where we speak about all things human design and mindset, and sometimes we combine them, and today's kind of one of those ones where we combine them. So we have a guest on the podcast today. It's Millie Fox, and she also does human design, so we jammed on human design. We jammed on a bunch of stuff, actually, and it's so funny when I'm doing interviews because... I always want to be prepared and so I have all these questions that I want to ask but then the conversation always just ends up going just it's so good and then there's just no point in in like feeling like you need to stick to a script you just kind of go off script and you're just having a great conversation and I love interviews like that and that's exactly what happened in this interview we basically just started chatting about you know, perception and how we feel we show up and, you know, the responsibility of us showing up, but then the, the response, like we're not responsible for how other people see us when we show up authentically as ourselves and what that actually means showing up authentically as yourself, you know, like not being an asshole, like not, not being a jerk just because you want to show up a certain way, you know, like having your boundaries. And she really talks about this with amazing knowledge and action steps behind it which is really great because I feel like in the spiritual world you know you throw around you know that a lot you throw around trying to be authentic you're trying to throw around boundary setting and then you're just like oh yeah 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 got it 100% I know what that means and then it's like do you actually know what that means because I I don't know what that means and she did such a great job beautifully explaining that and I had so many kind of like epiphanies of realizing how I've placed so much value on how I feel I should look in situations, you know, how I should, how a certain situation should look from the outside in. And, and a lot of times that's where my anxiety comes from. That's where, that's where I want to control things because I I look at things and I'm like, oh my gosh, like how did I come off? What if they don't like me? What if I did something and offended someone? Like what if what this moment that I did like offend like what if that made them think differently of me? And I think that that those are some things that just I always get caught up in thinking about. So I had some really great epiphanies during this chat too. And I know I feel like I've been pretty quiet this April, um, just kind of wrapping my head around a new job and it's actually taking quite a bit out of me. But I found my footing and we're good now. And I'm actually going to be launching Align and Elevate again. We were, we're about halfway through and it's going so great. Like the women are asking such great questions and they're super into it and I'm into it. And it's so great just teaching people how they can use this knowledge to dive deeper into themselves, but then dive deeper into people that uh, like around them so they can get to know their loved ones a little bit better and they can help their loved ones trust themselves a little bit more. And yeah, it's just such a beautiful program. I'm so happy I got the like the urge to launch it the first time. And if you've been listening and I've been telling you that I'm going to launch it in June, I think I'm going to be launching it in May. So I've just decided I'm going to launch it again at the end of the month. And if you are interested um, reach out and we can get you on the waiting list or we can get you signed up. We're going to start in June and it's such a great way to move into the second half of the year is this like 
learning all of this knowledge and going out and applying it. And I think that's really great. And I think I might add a little bit more strategy in this time. So that way you can figure out how to set up a little Calendly system and, you know, build a little bit of a website so you can get that behind you as well. Um, nothing too intense. I, I, that's not my, my goal isn't to help everyone start a business, but I think to get you at least started. So that way you can apply this knowledge in a way that feels like it's being organized. So if you're into that, reach out and we can get you set up on that. And then also I'm offering some one-on-one sessions now and I'm pretty pumped about these too. So I, I put a little bit of structure into them before I was trying to figure out how to go about it, but I am putting structure into them. So it is going to be a three month program. And the first the first month we're gonna get to know each other a little bit more. So I'm gonna give you, you know, the first week will be human design session. The second week will be like a deep dive into you and your future and what you want it to look like. So a little bit of future pacing. Um, Week three is going to be kind of like breaking through any blocks, you know, really deep diving into your subconscious and really getting clear on what might be stopping you from stepping into the next level version of you and how we can build some self-trust. And then step four is the strategy. So that way we can set you up for the next couple of months. And then month two and month three will be one and a half hour sessions, like one session a month, um, but they're 90 minutes and just diving into a little bit more strategy. So if you're interested in that, you can reach out to me as well and we can chat further about that. And I hope you enjoy this podcast. So I'm going to be doing my little bit of an intro. So Millie is an energetic transformational coach, author, speaker, influencer, and entrepreneur from Toronto, just like me. She loves to dance on her Instagram stories, and I love watching these. She reads way too many books and is super passionate about helping women rediscover their most vibrant self. She is a mom here in Toronto as well, and she really is just super passionate about helping women leverage their self-worth, using it as a superpower so that they can manifest a life beyond their wildest dreams. She does this through online coaching programs, one-on-one coaching, and she dives deep into NLP and human design as well. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. She's super cool, and yeah, I got pretty vulnerable. Okay, cool. Well, welcome, Millie. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Hello, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I know we've been trying to make this work for months for you guys. So this is exciting that we are finally able to do it. We did it. We're doing it. Yeah. Um, So I came across Millie on, I think it was like an Instagram thing that someone had posted that you were going to be a speaker of. Might have been like Alyssa's thing that she was a part of. Okay. Um, then just like clicked you, creeped on you. And I've just been like kind of obsessed with your content ever since you do like your daily dancing stuff and like all of that. And it's like so nice to see because it's like spreading positivity. And I know that's what your mission's about, like self-love, positivity, like all of that stuff for women. Um, yeah. So why don't you tell the tell the peeps about yourself and how you how you felt the need to spread so much positivity to women and help them um, feel seen and heard. Yeah, this is such a hard question. I know. It's like, tell me everything about your life. Tell me about you. Five minutes, um, please. Like, that'd be great. <laughs> I was actually, was actually on a mastermind call yesterday with my with my mastermind sisters, and uh, one of the girls was like, "Millie, you are so multifaceted." <laughs> it's like that's a yes. nice thing to say. 
I was such a compliment and it's so true. I like to tell people like you are dynamic as fuck. And like, I think that's me projecting because I feel like I'm so, I do so many things. I've done so many things, you know, I've, I've made so many pivots in my life. Um, and all of them have made sense to me a lot. Like, I feel like it's a very logical path. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like a little background as I, I finished a degree in psychology, I went into personal training, I went into the world of nutrition, specifically fertility nutrition, and also became a doula. So um, I've worked with moms for a long time or moms to be. And um, ultimately, what I wanted to do was become a life coach, like I just took a little bit of an interesting path and went through the wellness world, uh, and came back around to like a life coaching more of, uh, you know, total holistic type of coaching rather than just, you know, fitness or, or nutrition. And I just noticed, you know, that women in general, like I truly believe that women in general would change the world and heal the world if they love themselves more, you know, if they had that worthiness inside of them, if we heal our relationship with ourselves, that we will be, you know, kinder to others and less judgmental of others and just, you know, more compassionate and have a greater capacity for resilience and just really so many things. And I know that I came, I came to that through my own personal journey with, uh, you know, lack of self-worth and open heart center, (laughs) you know, and really learning how to accept myself and to deeply love myself. And that's also my incarnation cross, uh, which is um, the vessel of love. Mm, Yeah. So that's my mission is to just show the world how loving ourselves can change the world, can make a huge impact, that it's the opposite of selfish, that this is the shift that the world really needs right now. So Mm -hmm. yeah, mission for me. That's it. Yeah. Well, that's beautiful. I didn't know you were a doula. That's cool. (laughs) So you really have like gone through all the routes. (laughs) Yeah, Totally. Um, I'm an open heart center too. So I feel you in that sense. Um, but yeah, I feel like I love that quote. That's like, if you loved yourself 10% more today, like what would you do? Or if you, you know, it's like 10% more for everything, which I think is really neat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that you do radiate that. And I think that you are pretty multifaceted. Thank it's a cool you. compliment. I have, I've never really heard someone get that compliment before. Yeah, it was, it was totally a compliment. Um, and it was like, it was heartwarming. Yeah, totally. If I got that, it it would make my day too. Um, That's awesome. So then how did you go about trying to do this online then? You just just started posting and growing because you have a pretty big following. Yeah, I I always like from the moment that Instagram became a thing, I was fascinated by it. And I wanted to have an online business from the time I was a personal trainer because freedom is one of my highest values. I love freedom of time, freedom of location. Uh, And I always just wanted to cultivate a business that would give me those things. And I just think that the power of social media is so incredible, how you can find people and connect with them and make real connections. Like I would say the majority of the people I know, like outside of family now are connections I've made through social media. So um it's, I just, I love it. I love the, the opportunity it gives. And I, yeah, I, I wanted to do it ever since I, you know, well, 
Facebook became a thing when I was in high school. So I didn't see the opportunity right away, obviously. But <laughs> as I, you know, graduated university and saw people using Facebook to grow businesses, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be doing that. I actually thought I would be, I, there was a portion of time where I thought I would go into social media marketing as I was finishing up university. That's but, so funny. I had the same type of idea too. I'm like, I go on my LinkedIn and I want, I still have like marketing by Felicia Baird. That's yeah. just like that literally lasted for a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, no, I'll just use that for my own business. Yeah, totally. Well, that's cool. Um, and so multifaceted, you're, you are into a bunch of different things. Like I feel mm-hmm. like you, you are a life coach. You are um, what an alignment coach. You're into human design. You do all of like all of the things. Um, mm-hmm. And what do you find is the biggest thing that women come to you about? Like what is the one, like the, I mean, I'm sure there's multiple, but like the main things that people are coming to you about that, that you see that like there needs to be a shift in the collective in order to make that happen. Yeah. It's to reconnect with who they actually are. That's like the basis of all the work that I do is to help women reconnect with their, their truest selves I shy away from using the term highest self or like best self. Highest is okay, but like best self, because it's like this idea that we have to be better, but it's be not different kind of it's thing. that we are already and that we have to recall it. We have to remember, we have to reclaim it. So women come to me because they feel disconnected from who they are and therefore they don't have confidence. They don't, um, have the ability to move forward towards what they really want in life. And a lot of times they're disconnected from what they actually want. They don't even really know what they want. They know they want more. They want something. They want to launch a business. You know, they want to move forward in their business or grow or whatever it is there. It's that they're at like a stuck point and it all comes back to knowing who they really are Mm -hmm. and then reconnecting with that and acceptance, like self-acceptance, like you, you were talking about body positivity before, um, a lot of people refer to me and they say, oh, you do body positive positivity. I don't identify with that. Like the body positivity movement is something like that is completely outside of, of me. And really, I feel like I don't have much to do with it, but that's like the, the common phrasing, I guess. And more so what I, I identify with is a self-acceptance movement. Mm-hmm. it's like body acceptance because I, you know, I, I am a normal size, like a regular size person. Um, I don't even know if I should use those terms. Uh, cause I'm so, <laughs> I'm a little bit ignorant on the whole, the whole movement. I just know that like I, I was, I'm postpartum, you know, I've had my second baby and I look a lot different than I did before I had kids. Right. So I just share that. I just share that like, Hey, this is, this is normal to have like extra skin and it's normal to have stretch marks and it's normal to have this and accepting every part of ourselves is part of the whole package right like I always I find it so fascinating how many people like like reference the body stuff when when they talk about my Instagram and to me it's just something I do in passing like it's not really conscious that I I do it like as a as a you know a pillar like a content pillar but um, it really, it really resonates with people mm-hmm. and the dancing really resonates with people. And I think because it offers like this sense of freedom, you know, too, I think yeah. 
just another thing. It's like a sense of freedom, a sense of like, I don't need to think about what other people are going to think about this. I don't need to think about like how I'm, how I'm being perceived. If I'm in control, if I feel, you know, cool or, or, you know, if this is okay or acceptable, I I personally just do it. Like I do what I want to do online. Like I don't, I don't really censor myself too much. Um, This is actually a fascinating topic that I've been thinking about lately is self-censorship as well especially in the climates that we're in right now um but yeah the freedom of of just like being in your body without overthinking it Mm -hmm. yeah and I think that one of the things that I relate to the most about it is is the idea of like like when you enjoy every moment so it's just like you're just like in the kitchen making a smoothie Mm -hmm. and you're not even thinking like you're just like you could dance right now like why not like why why can't you just just dance right now or like you're like um you know vacuuming or something like that and I think a lot of us get so stuck in our head um even to just be like okay I gotta do this one thing and then I gotta do this one thing and we just get so caught up in autopilot doing the to-do list that we forget like oh I can like actually enjoy what I'm doing right now even if it's Mm -hmm. freaking dumb and like annoying and like your everyday boring stuff that's where pleasure lies yeah, exactly. And I've been learning that's like big, been my biggest like um, lesson in 2021. It's just like, just like just enjoying what you're doing right now and not having to like rush through it or like feel like you're just like working through your to do list. Um, because like I feel like stuff needs to get done. Like, I mean, obviously the house is going to go to shit if you don't do it, but it's just like enjoying now and not worrying about what other people are doing just like right now and what you could do for you right now. And I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because the pleasure is in the present, right? Like Mm -hmm. you can't this pleasure any other time than right now. Right. So like it's in the mundane moments because pleasure is, is in our five senses, right? Like that's where it exists. So it's like, what can you access right now that's pleasurable? Like for me right now, I'm looking at my desk. I'm looking at like, you guys can't see this, but like, I'm looking at this beautiful, you know, crystal, mm-hmm. this giant amethyst crystal. I got one too. Wait, oh, awesome. oh, nice. Beautiful. Yeah. So we can look around us at any moment. We can access pleasure. We can visually find something we, we deem pleasurable. We can, you know, taste. I've got my smoothie beside me um smell I've got a candle burning like we can just sink into the present moment and find that pleasure or we can move our bodies you know it's very it's very here and now to experience pleasure yeah exactly it's very very grounding Mm -hmm. that's how I feel too yeah um there's more to it too even it goes deeper but yeah (laughs) no go deeper (laughs) Well, like when we when we return to pleasure, we reconnect with ourselves, right? We reconnect with like joy because joy is not fleeting. We, we can access joy at any moment and, and joy is found through those moments of, of connection and, and pleasure and presence. And when we access our pleasure, we tune into like what what we really want right like what we really enjoy like we allow ourselves to open up to our desires and like what we what we really want and I believe very deeply that our desires are placed inside of us as an internal GPS towards like our highest calling and sometimes 
we think that our desires are frivolous or they don't make sense or they don't matter, but they really do. And it takes a lot of courage to follow your desires, right? And sometimes it's scary to follow your desires because like I said, like it doesn't make sense or there's like a financial investment involved and you have all these stories running about why it's not the right time, you shouldn't do it, you know, what will X, Y, Z, like, what if X, Y, Z happens or what will my partner think or my family, you know, like there's just all these stories, but if we just allowed ourselves to truly be fully expressed, that would require us to trust ourselves and to trust the desires. Right. Mm-hmm. So the pleasure piece is so key to unlocking those parts of ourselves. Yeah. 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 I like that. And then it's the desire, but then I've also gotten really good and, and at asking myself, I find that when I get stressed out, um, a lot of it is like, and it sounds so spiritual, but it's like going back to like me being wrapped up in what other people are going to think about this a situation. So it's just like, if I'm, you know, if me and my partner are fighting about something um, or something like that, it's just like, how is this going to look on the outside to people? And I get so wrapped up in that. And I feel like my whole life I've been wrapped up in that. And so when I actually, I've gotten, I've gotten good at asking myself these questions and I'm like, it's like in the last couple months, like just being like, like, what would I actually do right now? If I didn't think anyone, if, if I didn't think anyone cared about how this right. on the outside. Right. Yeah. Actually what that brings up for me is I saw yesterday a post, um, this woman was posting, uh, live like you've already been canceled. (laughs) (laughs) Like that. No one's like, no one cares. (laughs) There's like a lot of implications to that, but I was like, Hmm, what would I be doing differently if I had already been canceled? And then it started to, you know, it started to get my gears going. Like, how are we censoring ourselves right like Mm -hmm. online or in in real life with our families or whoever because we're worried about you know what's going to happen and that's like the climate right now right it's like showing up from a place of like your your intention is not always your impact right but you from a place of of good intention with your your heart leading the way um trying your best and knowing you're going to mess it up, right? Like we, we all, let's just, this is like the perfectionist trap that we all get into, right? It's, it's please perform perfect. So we, we try to please others. And so we put on a performance, right? And then the whole idea of perfectionism is we're trying to avoid the common human painful emotions of shame, blame. And I don't know if the other one was like, guilt or or whatever it is, the three big ones. Um, And what happens when we try to avoid those things, we go into this perfectionist cycle, which is self, like self-destructive. We obviously are going to get negative feedback at some point, like it's inevitable. So we do our performance for other people. um, And then we inevitably get this negative feedback because no matter what we do, it's going to happen. Like this is life. We're not for everybody. We're not always going to be perfect. We're humans. And then what happens is we go back to try to do it even better. The, like 
to try to please people even more, right? So that's the perfect part. It's like, we try to, oh, what did I do wrong? How am I, how am I wrong? Like, how can I contort myself? How can I prune myself to fit, to be more pleasing, right? For others. Mm -hmm. And it's all external. It's not heart-centered like, ooh, hmm, I got some negative feedback there. You know, it's and not making it about ourselves. Like, I truly desire from my heart to do a better job next time because I know in my heart that I didn't want to hurt that person or I didn't mean to have that impact or whatever it may be. And then that's like an internal, like, mm, I want to make this better in the future, but it's not about compromising who you are, right? Yeah. It's yeah. Totally different. Yeah. And then when you when you relay that to like online, it's it's thinking um or like so not online, offline. Like it's like do you even when you said you circle back and you want to people please more, like it's like half the time like I like that quote of like do you even like that person? Like do you even want to be part of this? Like mm-hmm. but yet our our survival tendencies are like okay I gotta make myself more likable but it's like do you even like them like you it's like asking yourself that question which I thought was really neat too to like take a step back and be like why are you doing this like if you don't even care Mm -hmm. if you genuinely don't care then why do you keep going above and beyond to try and Mm -hmm. fit in here when like there's just not it's looking for external validation right and it's also probably looking for it's probably looking for belonging or looking for connection. I was talking about this this morning on my Instagram. I was talking about like how people are feeling more and more lonely um, and disconnected, even though we are more communicative mm-hmm. than ever, right? And Brene Brown talks about this. She talks about how communication and connection are not the same thing, although oftentimes they're confused and how... Um, what happens is we try to fit in right with this people pleasing behavior we're trying to fit in we're trying to put ourselves into a box and we're not being our truest authentic selves right so it's impossible to feel belonging because we don't feel fully seen Mm -hmm. right but people confuse fitting in and belonging right the only way to truly feel belonging is by being your truest self by being your most authentic self So that requires you to renounce perfectionism, right? It requires you to show up as your like realized, rawest, most authentic self. And that doesn't mean like, you know, screw you other people. Like, no, here I am, you know, you got to accept me and like, I'm going to say what I want, do what I want. Yeah. I'm not going to listen to you. (laughs) It's not that attitude. It's like very, you know, it's a, it's like a kindness it's like a firm but kind like hey this is me these are my boundaries and mm-hmm. this is how I exist so that's yeah <laughs> yeah I know and it's it's always like that's always the hardest part but it's so it, true just it's accepting totally. that part I think my my partner had said something um one time to me <laughs> where I had said something like can you not do that like it looks bad in front of my parents and then he's like he made this comment where he was just like well, I don't like when they do this, but they still do that. And he's just like, that, that doesn't make them look good or whatever. Like, he's just like, well, some, they do stuff that I don't like sometimes. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, oh, I didn't think of it like that. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that's me being in my head, being like all perfectionist, being like, we need to look this certain way and it needs to like look this way on the outside. So don't do that because they'll think this. And then he's mm-hmm. just like, well, they do a thing sometimes that I don't like. And I'm like, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like allowing, allowing humanness, you know, like allowing. Yeah. Like, like the quirks and the messy parts and the, like everyone's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> right that's like one of my biggest things that I've battled with is like I have this insecurity around being an inconvenience to people Mm, that's one of my um other people inconvenience me all the time (laughs) everybody inconveniences everybody you know like Mm -hmm. there's just a certain level of it that we need to accept right like if someone's constantly inconveniencing you that's causing a like crossing a boundary for you that's one thing but like just allowing the humanness of like yeah I'm inconveniencing you a little bit right now or like I I need to lean on you you know Mm -hmm. like that that's something that I've worked on for sure (laughs) that's interesting um that's true like yeah it's it's all connected but it's all it's all it's so funny how that all works out Mm-hmm. Um, so you're into human design, which obviously I'm into human design. Um, and I was wondering like what, how you feel about like learning after learning about your design, like how did it make a difference in, oh, in you? Such a huge self-acceptance tool. Like that validation, was- right? So I say all the time yeah. at the beginning yeah. of all of my readings, I'm just like, I'm probably not going to tell you anything you don't already know about yourself, but it's like this energy of like feeling like, um, you have to go this way, but like, you're always being kind of pulled this way and like you want to go this way but like society goes this way so you feel like so it's just like when I give a reading it's like it's like a self-validation like oh my gosh I knew I was that way yeah and now it's accepting it it's permission to right yeah so many of us are like taught to work on our weaknesses perceived right perceived weaknesses I did a little air quotes there um, <laughs> you can't see but you did it yeah so perceived weaknesses and that's the opposite of like the idea of human design right like we are supposed to accept those parts of ourselves and it's not even that they're weaknesses it's like there is no good or bad in human design I love that it's like that we just are the way we are like with the open heart center like a lack of consistent willpower you know it's like I'm not supposed to make promises to people Mm mm-hmm because that can feed into like a self-worth issue. Mm-hmm. If I can't live up to it, then I'm like, oh, I'm bad. You know? I suck. Yeah, that's stupid open heart. I haven't, do you have, is yours open? Mine's open. Um, Maybe it's just undefined. Yeah, no, hold on. I know I have a completely open head, at like um, crown. And I know I was talking to you about this before where I was like, crown head mind, like, that's the one thing where I get caught up all the time because I'm like Ajna crown head mind like what's what there they're like are they you know what I'm I know you know what I'm talking about <laughs> hold on I'm just gonna grab my chart real quick I have it saved here but yeah, yeah it's the it commitment thing oh yeah, nice mine too. it is my um, so my Ajna say it tell me what I um, your head and then your Ajna, Ajna and then your throat. Yeah. Throat and uh-huh. heart are all completely open. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Completely open. Yeah. Wow. So it's for the fact that like, cause I would have never guessed that. Well, I mean, 
you're obviously super in alignment to your chart because it's, it's this idea that you're like, you could always get stuck in this comparison mode. You could always get stuck in this, oh, they're doing it this way. So I need to do it this way. Um, mode oh, about do. you. Oh, for sure. Like that's <laughs> behind the, the scenes. For, yeah. Behind the scenes, but you show up online as if like those you're, you're not struggling with that, which I mean, obviously I'm very aware that like gotten um, a lot better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. That's great. I've been working with my chart for, I discovered human design either in late 2018 or early 2019. So it's been a few years that I've like, I've slowly and steadily learned. I've never taken any certifications or anything like that, but like, I have a very good knowledge on it to be able to use with my clients at like an introductory level, you know, it's like, I'm not diving into the channels or, you know, yeah, yeah. the gates or like the planetary stuff. Like I stick to, you know, the stuff that people need to know when they're first being introduced to it, which is pretty much everybody that I work with. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it is, it's just such an incredible tool, like for, for self-discovery. And, and every time I come back to the chart, I learn more. Like, I'm like, okay, well, I'm ready to embody like another layer of it. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, that's cool. I'm glad that like you resonated with it. And like, yeah, like I said, I mean, obviously social media is not real and like how people show up. Like, I mean, we try our best to be as real as mm -hmm. we can online, but like, you know, yeah. people are going through yeah but you're you're showing up like you're aligned to your human design anyway which is really cool to I'm always realigning realigning yeah <laughs> like a daily thing of course correct yeah um that's awesome so then I'm super into um my mission is to mix like to help people feel seen heard validated and then work through like take accountability for themselves and work through themselves as best as they can so they can feel like they can show up authentically in their relationships mm -hmm. um and I do use human design to do that um but a big thing is getting real and like using energy and you know mindset but then also like the sciences behind working with your energy and improving it um and and one of my biggest things to talk about is like snapping out of ruts and snapping out of walls and like being yeah. compassionate for yourself while you're in it. Um, especially if you have an open heart. Um, but yeah. then also learning how to make those moves to, to get you to snap out of it energetically. Yeah. Um, how, how would you say, you, what would you tell your client if they came to you and they were in like this biggest lull and they can't get out of it, like any type of lull? Yeah. So definitely, like you said, like the, the self-compassion piece was such a huge game changer for me, like learning to recognize and allow my emotions, um, and then investigate them and nurture myself and then moving into like, even like self-forgiveness. So that's like a moment. And then it's okay. How can I reconnect with like my foundation? Basically, like, I feel like there's a process for, for, the rut for for the rut and even just for a growth like if you're ready to grow I feel like it's the same sort of process where like it's the reconnect with who you are and then reconnect with what you want so your mission your why your desires uh so my process is grounded into you know my heart through yoga I love yoga I do 
I don't have as much space to meditate these days because I don't have uninterrupted time. Like I can do yoga and I have like the puppy and the cat and the baby like crawling on me, but I'm still like, you know, I still do the yoga, right? But meditation, um, self-pleasure, just going to go there, reconnecting energetically with myself, nature, taking care of myself in general, focusing on pleasure in the moment and then journaling, like and I just recently, I've just started doing these like 111 desires lists. What's that? You just like pour out like as many desires as possible. And um, it was an interesting, it's a really interesting exercise because you have to push yourself at certain points. Like, oh, is there anything? I, I can't think of anything else that I might want right now or I might desire right now. And then you like, it forces you to, you know, look around and, and, and really tap in like, or ask, is there something deeper, you know? Yeah. So there's that. And then being in the realm of possibility. So I have this image in my head of, of a tea party, like kids at a tea party, like wearing like feather boas and their tiny little like teacups. And you like overhear, you see them with their little like teddy bears and stuff at this tea party and you overhear their conversation and they're just talking about like, who knows what they're talking about, but it's like this story, this beautiful possibility in their minds that like you hear it as an adult and you're like, haha, you know, but to them, it's like this make-believe realm of reality and potential and possibility. And we as adults shut ourselves off from it. So that I like to play in that space where it feels like, it feels like play, you know, it's like, Ooh, what if, what if this, what if that, like I have a post-it beside me here that says, keep your energy in the stars. What if dot, dot, dot today was the day. And it's that idea. It's like, what if, you know, today was the day I I had, um, you know, a client just show up and like want to work with me for a whole year and decides to pay in full. Like, just what if, what if, you know, I had an opportunity to, I don't know, go to Miami and that that's not happening right now because of the situation. But like, you know, it's just like, like, what if, what if, what if, what if if somebody showed up with a private jet and was like, Hey, come with me, you know, it's just playing and it just moves you into this space of what's possible. Um, It opens you up to seeing things that you know, you wouldn't have been able to see before because your mind was closed off or you had your blinders on. You like, you're looking down. Um, I have a lot of like, I then my expression for 2021 is look up. And again, another thing you guys can't see, but my ceiling. Ooh, I love that. My ceiling in my office is painted like a bright coral color because look up is my um, my phrase that I'm trying to constantly remind myself to like, hey, be present. Everything you want is in the present moment. Everything you need is in the present moment. Like the pleasure is here. You know, the joy is here. Sink into gratitude, like be the woman at the dinner party who is enjoying her own dinner party instead of the woman who's constantly like running around with her head down, fixing the cutlery in the kitchen, out of the kitchen. Like, she, the person who, the woman who looks up, it's like, gets people to help her, you know, is okay with someone else pouring her a glass of wine. Like she's there to enjoy it. And that is the woman that I want to be, you know? Mm -hmm. I love that your ceiling's 
are not white. Yeah, just this room. But yeah, it's uh, it's coral. You can't really tell the color from camera, but well, it looks orange. But I, yeah. uh, that's my favorite color. <laughs> oh, awesome. so I love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, I have had like the best conversation with you this morning. It always like it always goes. This it's gonna sound wrong, but it always goes better than you think, you know, because I'm yeah. like thinking about it from my perspective and like my production and like how I can ask the best questions. But like I loved just letting this flow and we just talked about and I, you've just set the tone for my day. That's easy. Yay. <laughs> awesome. That's it was good. so great chatting with you. Thank yeah, you. Thank so you. tell people like what you're up to. I know you've got something launching right now, right? Or something. Uh yeah. Um, well, it's closing today, but I had a, I had a signature program called move girl, which is about like, it's about moving. It's like getting out of your own way, reconnecting with who you really are so that you can move towards the life of your dreams or beyond the wildest dreams. Um, and it's a foundational program, but I'm, I'm actually like putting it into the vault after this time. So, uh, by the time you launch this, I won't be doing any more live launches on it. If somebody like slides into my DMS and they're really curious about it. I'm sure I can hook you up with uh, go at your own pace access to it. Um, but what I'm moving towards right now is more group coaching programs. Um, I've got something coming up called the sovereign woman, which is about, uh, it's going to be a 12 week. It's the first time I'm saying anything about it, Um, but it's a 12-week group coaching experience and we are diving into courage, compassion, and connection. Uh, And the idea is to become the most resilient and wholehearted version of yourself. Yeah, so I'm really excited excited about that. And then I've got one-to-one coaching um, packages. I've got a a three package, like a three pack intro called the attunement package, where we go into who are you, what do you want and um, what's getting in the way. So in that I do a human design reading, which Mm -hmm. you also offer. Uh, I do a manifestation clarification plan in the second session. And then the third session I do quantum time release, which is um, a, a subconscious block releasing uh, process, which is really powerful and super cool. Oh, sounds really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I hope that my peeps find you and uh, well, where can they find you? Tell them your Instagram. Yeah. Please come find me on Instagram. I'm there like all the time. She's at Erdick. At Millie Fox. M-I-L-L-I-F-O-X. No E. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Well, um, this is awesome. Thank you so much for being on. I'm happy you were able to finally do it. And I hope that you have the best rest of your day. Yeah. I hope everybody has a great day today. Yeah. I keep forgetting people are listening. Enjoy your day, guys. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Um,